over the next 50 minutes. Amir is going to start us off talking about the value of um, mentoring to our students um, and hopefully gives a little insight into a little sneak preview to what the 21-22 full-time MBA cohort might look like. I will give you a quick run through of the scheme. Um, this is all covered in our mentors handbook and then I'm going to bring in Claire and Paul um, to ask them about their very different experiences of, of mentoring. Then I'm hoping it'll be over to you. This is very much your opportunity to find out more of the things we haven't covered, what you're concerned about. And if we have time at, at the end, I'm just going to share some of the quotes that we get about um, from the nominations or when we did the mentor of the year each year, because I'm always really touched about um, what it really means to the students and the difference it makes. So that's what we're going to cover hopefully in the next 50 minutes or so. And now I'm going to hand over, this is your big introduction, Amir, um, to my colleague, Amir. Oh, oh, sorry, Amir. It should be Professor Amir Michael now. And I've got you down. Right. That's fine. Right. Thank you very much, Penny. And uh, thank you very much, guys. I know how busy everyone. So uh, really appreciating your time and um, helping us and working with us on the full-time MBA. Of course, I've either dealt with some of you in my capacity as a program director or teaching your accounting and finance uh, on the online or the exec MBA. But if you don't mind me, I'm a professor of accounting. My background is accounting, but I'm leading the, account, uh, the MBA program for the full-time students. Um, to put things in, the, in context, uh, mentorship is really one of the important aspects of the program in relation to improving students' networking. And in, in this essence, we're trying to ensure that students are not just coming to the, to the university or the business school learning some academic knowledge or gaining some skills, but we like them to put these skills and knowledge into practice. And one of the things they need to do that, they need some kind of support and help or flavor from how the world of practice is looking like, how the, uh, the, what are the challenges in the workplace, and what are the opportunities as well. And we found the mentoring scheme, especially with lots of our mentors are very helpful in this essence. They're trying to tell them, okay, if you like to work, for example, in the banking sector, there's some opportunities there. If you like to work in the technology sector, in the consultancy sector, mentors sometimes play a vital role here because they can tell them, okay, if you need to do that, you need to build your profile this way. And actually that's interesting. We can get this feeling because some students, when they come speaking to us, we see they have some kind of maneuvering, their, uh, their style, their uh, perspective uh, since they started. And when we dig in and we found some information related to that uh, based on or referred to how the mentors help them to uh, change their mindset or even to progress in some of the areas they'd like to do. So I think the mentorship is important to provide two things. One of them is networking opportunities and the other thing give them some kind of um, external uh, reflection of what they'd like to do. On the other hand as well, we found that mentors can help our students to um, um, have reasonable expectations. So some students coming with MBA, I'll come with MBA, okay, I'll come out of the MBA, I'll work for the best company in the world. And that's, to be fair, mainly is some of the things that some students come up with. They're saying, I mean, we do a survey at the start of the program. And we ask a very interesting question. I say, what you'd like to do after you finish? And of course, you find 99.9% .9 of the cases, they're telling you, I'd like to work with the, you know, the big organizations, which is, which is great. It's, it's, it's very ambitious. 
But to do that, you need to go on stages. They don't expect that. They think that's like a switching. It's on and off. It's like a dummy thing. You start a program, you finish the program, graduation, second day, you'll be in the large company. It might help. It might happen, which which happens with some of our students, but it's, it is not something we expect that every student will do. So mentoring scheme help to manage the expectations of the students in regards to what the world is offering to MBA graduates. And that's one of the good things. So one of the things we don't want to, to dig in and say, okay, you need to study this module this way, your thing, because they got lots of supports already from on the academic side. But one of the things they appreciate how I'm gonna use this knowledge or the skills into the world of practice, especially for job hunting or in case of progression to a different sector. The other thing I found that useful for those students who are coming to convert, uh, and I mean convert here means they changing sectors. So some students start, let's say, coming from the education sector, and they would like to go in the finance sector or consultancy or healthcare or a technology sector. Mentorship is, is vital in these occasions because they can give you some kind of a flavor how this sector looks like. So either the students come up and say, oh yeah, I'm very enthusiastic, I'm really ambitious, I'm really having good plans about this sector, or they say, I don't think that's for me. In both cases, it is a valuable advice to our students. So don't feel shy if your students coming, I'd like to work in the banking sector. You say, oh yeah, perfect, you need to work in the banking sector. I say, no, um, can you speak to me about your profile? What's your ambition? Why you'd like to in the banking sector? And by the end of the day, you say, I don't think it fits with your profile while you fit better in consultancy or technology or healthcare or any other sector. So again, we don't need always to say uh, to students, what you're doing is right. We can go and crit be critical and tell them you need to change these things, you need to uh, develop because that's the reason they are here. They are not here to say that everything you're doing is correct, but they are here to get some feedback from us as academics and from our mentors about their journey through the program and post-graduation uh, plans. So, so that's in a nutshell uh, how, how, how the mentors keep us helping with the program. Of course, we appreciate communication and contact with the mentors all the time. So we always have a channel through Penny and her team. If you fail, have any concerns about your students, about anything, please feel free to communicate it to Penny's team because Penny, I mean, normally this is a filtration point that Penny, some of the things might not be related to the program, might be related to the wider business school context. So Penny will deal with that with the, with the executive team of the business school. Some of them might be program level. So that's gonna come to me and the associate dean to discuss and see how things to be sorted. So it's an, again, another channel for fee, continuous feedback because normally we have feedback at the end of every point or every module or every program, but the mentorship will provide us with what I call the continuous feedback about what we're doing. Sometimes we do changes. So for example, uh, I remember one of the students raised an issue, uh, one of the mentors raised an issue at the early uh, uh, starting point of the program around some of the support in certain sectors, some of the speakers, and it was very valuable. So immediately we're trying to, uh, amend some of our um, external guest speakers program and we're trying to bring some guest speakers from this specific sector to enhance the student. Other feedback about some specific modules, specific experience, and again, that's helpful. So it's a, it's a, it's a dialogue rather than just you go and deal with the students. You now you deal with the students, but you can have this dialogue with Penny and Penny will channel it to the right people who can take action on, on your comments. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a continuous relationship. It's not just about you do your job, I do my job. They are very connected to what we do on the program and in the wider business school context. 
I think it's fair to say you're very open to that feedback and it's worked, certainly for me, it's worked very well. So it's a very open scheme. Um, and that does mean that we kind of need you to tell us if, when it's working and when it's not working. Amir, can you just give us very briefly anything that you kind of know about the size or profile of the students that we're expecting, expecting next year? All right. Uh, I, I can. I mean, of course, numbers. We're speaking around. Because, I mean, I cannot give an exact figure, but we're speaking around forty students. There might be um, additional five or less five students, but there's a lot of uncertainties here because uh, there is some surge in some of the countries, uh, uh, surge in the COVID in some of the countries that our candidates are coming from for the September 2021 cohort. Um, the other thing I need to mention here is about diversity. Uh, this is the first year we introduced what we call the phased uh, admission. I, I don't think any of you have been through it. The phased admission means that we have five phases across MBA. So we have one phase. So the last phase, which is phase five, will end at the end of this month. So we are closing at the end of this month for new applications, end of July. And in every phase, we've done a very good thing. We're trying to look at the diversity of candidates to ensure we're not just recruiting from one country. And the reason for that nothing to do with the country recruiting for, but it's not beneficial for students to come from one country and find the whole cohort is from my same country. So they ask the question, why I'm traveling to the UK to our program, given that I'm collaborating with people like me, where, where, where is the value added? So what we're trying to do is we're trying not to have more than 20% of the cohort from only uh, from one country or one nationality. And this is, what, this is what we call the international diversity. And we are successfully doing that. Sometimes we can take actions. So for example, after Christmas, we uh, stopped taking applications from India because they exceeded the, the benchmark of the 20%. So sometimes we slow, down, we slow down some of the applications from some of the countries in order to ensure we have the diversity. And diversity as well in terms of gender. So trying to have the gender diversity between male and female. Uh, and we always in the full-time, we're really good on that. So having almost 50-50 on the full-time MBA in terms of gender diversity. Uh, so that's in a nutshell the, the structure or the expected structure of the program. The program starts on Monday, the 20th of September um, for two weeks of induction. But uh, something I can share with you, make it easier to plan your time. It is the first time that the MBA program will be fully aligned with term times. So the program we're running through the normal term times of university, nothing will fall outside the term times of the university. So that's if you like to look where the program is running, you can look at the term times. We have three terms beside the summer. Those are the terms where students will be studying outside the term times. It's either a holiday or student preparing for the assessments. Very good. And I think actually you were joining, Ryan, am I right? If I'm reading your message right, you're hoping to join us in the autumn as well. So is that correct? Have I understood you're hoping to be part of the new intake? Just to explain, uh, great. Well, you're very welcome to stay check out the new potential mentors. They're all, they're, well, I know Claire and Paul are very good. Um, this is actually for people who've completed the course and um, are going to, and, and are going to look for mentoring. I'm glad you're getting the background on it. It's lovely to get to meet you. Um, hope to meet you in Durham in the autumn. So I'm just going to quickly talk through a little bit about the scheme. So you've got some of the, the kind of factual information about it. And then I'm going to bring Claire and Paul in to share their experience. So bear with me, just a few more slides. Um, I know we all love a good PowerPoint. It's just largely so that I don't forget to tell you the important stuff. So important things I need to mention. 
it's a virtual scheme. I know it's been great. We've got people here from, I hope, from Egypt, from Jersey, from Canada. Um, so the expectation isn't that you would be in Durham. I know that's disappointing because we like to meet up. If you're local, yes, you can. Although at the moment with the COVID restrictions, we've asked for mentoring to all be virtual. It's a very loose scheme. It's for the students to decide what they want out of the mentoring. One of the things we're looking for, Amir's touched on a number of these things about is enhancing that experience with your connections to practice. It's about using your network to enable students to become employable, to use their MBA to go on to get the kind of the jobs that they want. It's also, we hope, a rewarding way for you to maintain your link with the school. One thing that comes out of this, because we haven't said, right, you must do this from it. It's really important when you start out that you, you and your mentee spend time in that first call understanding not just who they are, but what they're looking to get out of that mentoring scheme. As I said, it's virtual. And I say it's probably about an hour, hour a month. We were talking about this just before, just at the start of the call with Claire and Paul. That's probably, that's probably about fair, would you say? Although it can be more if you kind of discover that you've got mutual interest. So just to move on, the link tool. Let me see if I can just move this on. There we go. So to give you a quick run through of the whole year, if you decide that we haven't put you off today, we would love to hear from you by the end of September. The activity is at the start of the, the full-time MBA course in October. We do another webinar to give you more detail for all the mentors if they want to come along, find out any more. We do a mirror image of them at that with the students. So everybody's got the same information. Everybody starts from the same level playing field. And that week, we make the matches for you. Um, we don't do it before that because, as Amir was saying, we don't know who's actually going to be there. It is up to the student to initiate the first meeting. The students are responsible for this relationship. Um, and we hope they will do that in the, in the week after we've made that match. And we're hoping, we're hoping that sometime, depending on all the... Um, the uh, assessment deadlines that Amir set for them, you will actually, and your commitments as well, you will get together and you will have a first virtual meeting, Teams, Zoom, FaceTime, maybe even the telephone if we're feeling really nostalgic, um, and you'll make some kind of contact and, and speak, to other, speak to each other. That will continue, um, we hope on a monthly basis, it depends a little bit on projects, what the student's looking for from you, whether you're being dragged in to help them with a job search or whatever. Um, and you won't really hear a lot from us. We will assume it's going well, but do tell us if it isn't, until January when we'll do a check-in with you and the students just to see how it's going. Um, but if there are problems, please don't wait to the form, to, to, till the formal check-in. And then we're coming up to the end of the scheme now. Um, again, we send out another feedback survey and the nominations for Mentor of the Year. I'm afraid it's all voluntary, this scheme. It's only in the honour. Um, so, but we do like to celebrate the contribution that our alumni make. So, on that, having gone through that, I'm now going to stop that. And uh, first of all, I've got some questions that I'm going to ask Claire and Paul to share some of their experience. And then we're going to um, move to your questions. If you've got any questions at the moment, if there's things that are coming up for you and you want to remember it, do feel free to pop them in the chat and we will get to them um, when we've, I've finished talking to Claire and to Paul. So Claire, Paul, 
I've got three questions for you. And the first question I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with Claire. Um, can you give me an overview of what kind of support your mentors have looked for over the years that you have been mentoring? Making me sound decades old. Oh, sorry, sorry um, Claire, we dragged you into this from your cradle. Um, no, I actually love being a mentor. It's great fun. Um, I think the types of contributions, are, they, they basically fall across three frames. Uh, one is what I would call uh, pastoral. So it's about settling in onto the programme, settling in at Durham, making sure they feel comfortable with the way in which they sort of engage with master's level study and with frequently being away from home or trying to build out a new professional space. So that's what I would call kind of professional. The second thing is sort of a point of contact for their sort of forward um, professional look. So seeing how they really want to get the absolute best juice possible from their MBA and sort of how they can use it as a push forward like a like a jet propulsion element to get them into their new space because um, usually MBA happens at a time of transition or change for people um, and the third thing is I don't I don't know there are always three but I think those two will have to do for the moment there's the big two well the big two the big two excellent I love simplicity Paul, has that been a similar experience to you, for you? Have there been other things that have come up with your mentees? Well, I would echo um, Claire's uh, thoughts. That's the trouble with answering second. Somebody can um, give the right answers first, but you can't steal some. So the, the pastoral side, initially, when students are getting used to you know, their fellow students, the, the course, the study, and getting into the vein of studying at that level, um, sometimes just acting as a sounding board and stopping people from trying to do um, you know, too much sometimes on a subject because there's a knack of, there's a balance, as, as you all know, um, in doing sufficient work to get where you need to be in a subject, but resisting the temptation just to keep drilling and drilling because you find the subject so interesting that you want to read all the referenced articles and all the books that are relating to it. Um, but you've got to balance that against time and, you know, and the practical commitments. So, so sometimes just raising a few questions and helping them settle into the, the right sort of study balance, that's also useful once they've got the pastoral things um, sorted out. The, the other thing, and you know, progressively, um, it's then about you know orientation of the MBA in the real world, i.e., how can I use the MBA you know to get into consulting, to get into particular organisations or blue chips, etc. Um, so just um, acting not as an expert, because obviously everybody's expertise is is in a particular area and, and narrow, and you can help in in areas that you do know, but. Um, it's more about asking the individual, ask themselves the right questions or point them in directions of people who can answer the sorts of questions and therefore be able to commercialise their MBA and look at those sectors that they're interested in working in and perhaps get advice as to you know, whether it's a good place for them to look. But that's more about just thinking about questions they should be asking of themselves rather than trying to be an expert. Um, I, I would... Um, Say it's it's similar to being a non-exec director or a trustee. Um, 
you know, or a governor in a school, for example, um, you're not there as an executive making decisions. You're there as a non-executive challenging decisions and questioning and helping an individual ask themselves the right questions rather than trying to be the answers to the questions, if that makes sense. That's a lovely comparison, actually, and a good, good way of capturing, capturing the role. Um, so to give it, not Claire, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go second this time. Um, just, yeah, it's, you know, I have to walk forward. So, so you've talked a little bit, and I think you're beginning to get on to my second question, which is, is about, so what do you get out of it? You're giving all this time. Thank you very much. You know, I'm really grateful. What, why do you do it? Uh, well, first of all, it's putting something back. Uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed my time doing my MBA and, and I still have all of my MBA files, records, notes, um, even my dissertation within a few feet of me in my office at home. And, I, and I'm sad enough to refer back to Michael Porter's strategy. Even this morning I was looking at that. So it never leaves you. Um, I think so that continued association with the school as well as supporting people who are you know treading the same path that you've done previously that's rewarding in itself um, sad as it may seem um, but also for individuals um, you know there were times when I was doing the MBA when you know you sometimes you're, you're sinking under the pressure of the workload and you're balancing that with other pressures if you if you're doing it as I did whilst you're working um, at the same time. Um, so just being able to pass some of your own experience and how you handle particular situations or where you went for help, um, you know, when uh, you, you needed a second opinion, um, helping other people get as good experience as possible and, and therefore, you know, having the same benefits that I did, you know, that's, that's rewarding. And for the commitment of not very much time a month you know typically an hour or so a couple of calls um, it's really not onerous you know and and certainly you know the return on investment in terms of satisfaction for helping somebody it's it's not a difficult you know answer to come back to and say yes I'll do it again next year you know who are you sending me Thank you very much, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm glad glad to hear that. There was a little bit of distortion just as you were speaking then. And what so we I, I think I got, did everybody else get the majority of what Paul was saying? The little bit that wasn't very Christopher could hear. You're, you're coming over loud and clear in Spain. Is you are you are in Spain, aren't you, Christopher? Yeah. Yes, yes. Now, yeah. Yes, yeah, being heard all the way to Spain. What I just wasn't sure was you can you just tell me a little bit about the time commitment you are putting in a bit more just a bit so that's clear. Um, it, it's typically about an hour a month, um, and that's usually you know a call or two or a Teams and a few emails. It's uh, and then it, it, there's there's the odd spike where you have a, a bit of activity and you're toing and froing, but typically it's about an hour a month, and and quite often I have to prompt the call because they've forgotten to keep in touch. Um, so um, it's it's far from onerous um, and easy to manage, to be honest. That's good. That's good to hear. Claire, has your experience been similar? And then perhaps you can go on to talk about why what you've got out of it. So that you, I mean, you've did it's at least 10 years now you've been doing this. So you know, thank um, you very much for coming back and being here. It's a pleasure. Um, I think 
In terms of time commitment, um, it's, it's very much a, a meeting of minds. So it depends on the individual, what they need, what their challenges are along the journey. Um, and, and you just, it's, you know, it's just like managing any other um, engagement activity. You just sort of make it work depending on what people need. And sometimes if people are a little quieter, you might need to encourage them more. Um, and if they have sort of a more substantial element of need, then it's a question of directing them to the right spaces within the university to make sure that they're adequately supported. And that's great because you know that the team back at, back at base can properly help. So sometimes it's just about being almost like a bus stop. <laughs> Actually, have you thought about talking to your academic tutor? Have you thought about talking to? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very much a movable feast. Some years very quiet, other years more busy. Um, in terms of why I join in, well, first of all, people keep inviting me, which is rather lovely. And I very much enjoy that. I find it really, really, um, it's, it's a warm and rich way to engage with um, the current um, student body, with the team at the business school, um, and also to, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if you can still see me, but um, I'll assume you can. You disappeared from my screen. Um, it, it's a warm and rich way of continuing to engage. Um, and sorry, it's rather disconcerting. I can't see you all, um, but it's 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 a wonderful thing. It's a gift, and it's lovely to join you. So I'm going to try and see if I can find you all again. Apologies. Oh, you're back. There we go. A woman rich thing. <laughs> That's what I would say. Very glad, Claire. Yes, we have been able to see you all the way through. I've been, I'm afraid I've been on mute as the lovely people who collect my bins and rubbish are just collecting out. And I don't think we needed to share that. That's not, not an added value part of the mentoring process, I'm afraid. So I'm sorry if there's kind of a background noise there and I'll, I'll cut it up. But then the last thing, which I just, just really would like to, to um, pull out from you, Claire and Paul, um, is if um if these guys do take on and say yeah okay i'm going to be part of the mentoring what's the key advice that based on your experience would you give them you know feel free to share maybe maybe you know what you wouldn't do or or what you what's worked really well for you do you want to go first paul um uh, thank you claire um i think um you know from my perspective just take a little bit of time at the outset just to get to know the person that you're supporting a little bit as a as a as an individual um and so that you understand what they're either hoping to um, gain from you know working with you um and perhaps just setting a few rules because sometimes their expectations are completely unknown they've not worked with a mentor before so they don't really know what you know what they should expect, um, and, and sometimes there's perhaps an expectation that you can, you know, say a little bit like executive and non-executive again, you know, support directly. Or when I did that particular, you know, that work, that subject, these are the books that I liked, or this is the view I took. Um, it, it's just setting the, the right sort of soft rules that allow them to ask the questions that they're going to gain the most from which is around you know sanity checking their activity or giving them guidance to help them either discover 
you know the right solutions to what they're trying to achieve and then progressively as i said earlier to orientate what they're doing with their mba to take advantage of it um, and to you know to use it to progress their careers um, and then you can get quite you know specific into you know guiding people towards uh, you know other either other alumni that they approach directly in different sectors and markets building their networks and doing taking the practical steps which mean they can get the benefit you know economically from having invested in doing an mba i think um from my point of view if i'm looking at um advice which is always a, a difficult and dangerous thing um i would say it's, it's it's a bit like doing the mba yourself you know it's tremendous fun it takes a tremendous amount of intellectual and sort of part energy if you like you put yourself inside it and that partnership that you have with um, somebody that you're looking after during their academic journey is is sort of mutually valuable in the sense that you're building something together so that sort of feeds what you do um so it's, it's really just like um joining i don't know middle common room or the senior common room inside college um and taking that kind of role uh, forward with with the current students and it's it's tremendous fun and i would totally recommend it sorry very posh answer but there we go <laughs> great, great answer and and you know and, I, and, I, and what i like is you know you yes there are similar themes coming through what you've talked about but you know there are differences and differences in, in yeah, in your experiences and the mentoring is very different and the students are very different each year I think and I think you need to be prepared for that so Amir's had to go I'm afraid the pressure of life as the MBA program director it doesn't really stop um, the strategic business projects call um, for those of you who, who have stuck it out um, I didn't think Amir really was going to make a great mentor I'm glad he's kind of gone at this point doesn't you? anyway um, so We've obviously not covered everything. I don't think we possibly could. I hope we've given you a flavour. Those of you who are there, what is it? Is there anything else you're like, oh, okay, but what about this? Is that so you can either drop a question in the chat? I mean, we're such a small group. I'd be very happy if, as long as you can share the same kind of beautiful manners that Paul and Claire did about, or you know, if you can, if you just unmute and ask a question, if there's something you want to know. Um, is there, Marie? Moritz, sorry, is that you? Is there something you we haven't covered that you're there going? Oh, wish you come on, Pen. What do I want to know? Well, I'm totally fine. Thanks for the thanks for the session. Oh, that's great. That 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 tick. That that's fine. Um, Ahmed, have we covered the things you were hoping we'd explain for you? Is there anything else that you you like a little more on while we've got Claire and Paul here? Yeah, I just want to know about the policy or the rules which I, as a mentor, can follow when connecting to someone. What's the policy I have to follow? Uh, is there any rules, uh, specific rules for that? Sorry, now somebody started cutting their lawn. Just give me a moment. I'm just going to shut this window because I'm very conscious now. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Um, what I was, do you mean? How are you matched with the person, and how does that happen? Is that is that no, what you are matching with the person? What is the rules? What what is the rules? What's the policy? What's the policy you have to follow? How I, uh, in this scheme for mountain scheme? This is what I want to know. 
the, the rules in terms of, I don't think we haven't sent, have we sent you the mental guide book yet? Yeah, I don't know. No, you haven't had, right, okay. Well, in that case, I think probably the best thing would be is if we send you the mental guide and you can, and that then sets out some, and it's literally guidance. And I would say it is guidance rather than rules. Um, it will, you know, it's not, you must do this, you mustn't do that. It's much more around, we want you to, to have this relationship with a current student that adds value for them in whatever way that they're looking for. And you need to kind of tease out from them what that is. Um, and it's very much up to the two of you to develop that way, that way of working together. So um, after this, I will send you the, the mental guide and then maybe if you've still got questions around that and that's not clear, you and I can have a conversation, Ahmed, if that's okay. No, that's enough for me. Just I will read it and I will come back to if any question by email. Okay, I hope I hope that answers things. Chris, rather than Christopher, you've been very quiet with your very impressive bookcases. You get the bookcase award definitely for this webinar. Um, are the questions as well as the very impressive bookcases? Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's it's mostly comics, so it's not nothing uh, academic, but. Um, no, I think you answered all of my questions, really. I was wanting to know what, what is it? What does it involve? What's the time commitment? And they're the three things you, I think you've, you've covered very well. So no more questions from me, thanks. I'd, I'd like to see the, the mental pack and um, I may have more questions after that. Absolutely. And, and please, you know, once, you, once you've got it, you know, please get it, get in touch. Ask me if I can't answer the question as just as today, I'm afraid I will rope in along the line you can. Um, so, yeah. I want you to feel comfortable this is the right commitment for you so we're, so following this we will send out that information but please let us know um let us know what your your view on that is so christopher finally um I've, oh no i'm taku sorry i've missed you at the bottom oh, oh sorry yes we're, yeah. christopher we're building to you for a big finish so it better be a good question uh, taku have we covered the questions that you were that you had got and why you came along today I, yeah, uh, I think most of the questions have been answered. Uh, uh, I just wanted to confirm one thing. Uh, how many mentees are allocated by mentor? Is it one-to-one? -one? So all one-to-one, -one. Uh, which is why every year I need to recruit a few more because because sadly, uh, you, you as our MBA graduates, you're wonderful, but you get involved in exciting new projects. You go and set, off new, set up new businesses and you go, oh, Penn, I can't do this year. And so that's why every year... So yes, it will just be one student that you're working with. It's not, it's not like if you've done college mentoring in Durham, which again is a very rewarding experience, but there you work with a group of students. This is just you getting to know somebody on their MBA journey. Okay, all right, thank you. Okay, Christopher, no pressure. This is the last big question, unless anybody's come up with anything else. I, I, no, I just want to thank um, Taku for setting me up nicely, which is, um, you mentioned the matching and uh, what is the kind of thought process with the matching? Is it around areas of interest, industries you work in, um, football teams? Yeah. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Sadly, not the football teams. Uh, and, well, that's fine for me. Yeah, <laughs> and although although if that's what you really want and that's important, drop me in the because I'll hold my hand up. If I do the matching. If you really don't like it, come back to me. Um, and, and and the thought process on it is all of the students as they arrive, they complete a questionnaire on what they're looking to get out of their MBA. Um, and I try and look at that and I try and understand. You know, is this a person trying to make a um, 
a job transition, the conversion that Amir was talking about? Do they, you know, are they an engineer in Dubai and want to become a finance person in Frankfurt? And can I help them to do that? Inevitably, the engineer from Dubai who wants to be a finance person in Frankfurt, by the time they get to Durham, has decided they really don't want to do marketing in New York or, you know, sorry, I, I am exaggerating, but it is flexible. I can't always provide an exact match for everybody. Um, you do sometimes get some people with whom I'm like, okay, they have both spent time working in Milan. <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to get, you know, I, I look at your LinkedIn profile, I look at, and that's largely where I'll get the information on you and what you're looking for. Is there something really specific about, if you're like, this is why I want a mentor, please let me know when you sign up and I will do my very best to, to make that a meaningful connection. Um, but sometimes I have to confess, I look at the student, what the students have said, which is largely, I'm really planning to go on into either investment banking or consulting. I really hate that one because I'm like, you know, don't know what you're going to do. Because let's make, you know, and we've got loads of investment bankers who largely did our economics degree. Um, and we, we're not, you know, they're so different. It's like, oh my gosh, if you don't even know this, how could, and I generally send those people off to Claire or, or we've got some, sorry, or, you know, we've got some fantastic mentors who've taken people through this whole journey and given them that kind of support through whatever they're going through. And I will aim, if you start out and you're doing it for the first time, to give you some more straightforward people who've, with whom you'll obviously have a better connection. Um, but as I kind of go, yeah, you've got this, you can make this happen, I will then probably give you some, some of our more challenging students to help them to make the most of their MBA experience. Um, has, that, has that given you an insight into where I'm from? Yeah, yeah, no, I was just wondering now, looking back, whether I was one of the challenging ones or one of the, one of the easy ones. But anyway, I'll, uh, I'll go and check I'll, my notes. I'll go, and check I'll go back on Sorry. mute on that one. And do you know what? I don't mind. I think it's great. I mean, I think actually, if you don't come to the MBA with, without some kind of ambitions, then, you know, why are you doing it? Claire, you talked about it being a transition process. It's one of the things I love about Durham graduates. You're so maverick. You're, you, you do, drives me to not, drives me absolutely to distraction when people go, what do Durham MBA graduates do? There is no answers to that. You are each wonderful individuals doing amazing things um, and it entertains, infuriates and, um, you know, me every day. I love working with you guys. It's 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 the best job in the world. But amazingly, the one nobody else seems to want. But there we are. Right, Claire, Paul, thank you very much for your time. Last question from anybody, or are we all going to go and do the exciting things that we want to do on this day, or the things that we're actually on the to do list and we've got to do? I think we're all, all done. Ryan, actually, are you still there? Yes. Very good. Yes, I'm still here. So, are you going to start? As, uh, this is the question. This is the question for success. Are you going to sign up for a mentor? Having seen. Oh, yes, I will definitely do so. That's right. And okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Ryan. What is it you're looking for from your mentor? Well, I, I'm hoping that uh, my mentor could be in a similar background or in a similar industry so that my mentor can give me some advice 
um, for me to apply for MBA leadership schemes in the future. Okay, so you're looking for someone in auditing corporate finance accounting still, yeah? Yeah, more in corporate side. Oh, you want to go, oh, oh, oh I think I know the person. <laughs> okay, that'll be great. Well, thank you. Well, that solved that one. Right, I shall look out for Ryan. Um, there we are. That's all I've got. Claire, Paul, have you anything else to add before we wrap up? Any last thoughts before to put these guys off, encourage them or? My, my comment would be one of encouragement. Um, join in, it's fun. And um, it really is worthwhile, um, worthwhile doing, I think. Yeah, I would agree, just do it. Just do it, yes. Excellent. Well, any other question? We'll send you the more information. Any other questions, come back to me and Tracy over the summer. We'll answer that. We'd love to hear from you by September, if that's all right. Because if I don't know that you're in, I can't match you to, to Ryan and all his classmates. I think the only thing left for me to do is to say, enjoy the rest of today. Ryan, good luck with everything. I shall look forward to working with you in the autumn. And the great thing is, Ryan, you are now signed up to be met to mentor in the future once you've successfully completed your MBA. Yes? Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. Okay. It's long-term sustainability. Thank you very much, everybody. It's been lovely Thank to see you. Thank you, Claire. Thank, Thank you everyone. for your time. Um, and we will, um, yeah, see how it goes next year. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Actually, yeah, I was going to share the lovely feedback. We still that lovely quote, Claire, about what you about what you gave to twenty. Nothing goes away in alumni relations. Um, the quote on why you were a great mentor. I'm struggling here to get it up. It says here. Do you, do you remember this from Aditi, Claire? The distance between I remember it inhibits our communication frequency. She helped not only in advising how to manage my work-life balance, but also assisted in providing leads for self-source projects and internships. She's been an emotional as well as academic support throughout the process. Having been a part of the same MBA journey, she could relate to the stress and understood the importance of the commitment level required. She deserves recognition of all the time and resource she invested in me. Which is inordinately kind of Aditi. Um, I remember her very well. Um, thank, you, thank you for sharing. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Anyway, I think on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to you all. Yes, Thank okay. you. Thank, Thank you so very much. much. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. Bye.